1: would you hate editing this if I talked like Lauren Conrad circa 2006 <laughs> um I actually think I would enjoy that quite a bit <laughs> it it's really throwing me for a loop re-watching the hills because it's yeah. making me realize how fundamental she was to me and my voice in middle right. school Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's just like, culture in general. Absolutely. Because I know she was, like, born and raised in Laguna Beach. And yet there's a part of her that sounds like she has a Boston accent at some times. And I'm just like, why why was that formative to how I spoke in middle school? Why was it that when I got frustrated, I sounded like that? (laughs) (laughs) I have so many questions. Yeah. That's what all. What a I, show! I, really. it's so important to me. And the first time in season three when they played unwritten, I was just sobbing, and it's so embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: my favorite thing me- is the the only place that you can really find it for like free um is amazon prime and what they've done is they haven't gotten the license for most of the songs that were in it and so what they've done is like the subtitles still have the lyrics for most of the songs but they yeah but they've just put like instrumental <laughs> songs in there and yeah. it's really fucked up because they there's an episode where they have the iconic sean kingston um and they have him warming up in one of them but they don't have him actually singing like the actual audio of him that's hilarious it's so beautiful yeah it's such a shitty show and i love it so much yeah as
0: someone who grew up in like a beach town in southern california not laguna beach i wasn't cool enough for laguna beach sure um but, boy, was, like, Unwritten an v- integral part of my middle school adolescence and was The Hills an integral part of my middle school adolescence entirely, 100%. How could it not be, you know? Yeah.
1: And I had an older sister who was, like, a teen girl, like, super targeted. like Absolutely. Yeah, I think – when I think of Natasha Bedingfield, I think of Unwritten, and I also think of the the other song that had the, like, boombox music video.
0: Hmm. Um
1: which I obviously can't think of at this right. time, but sure. it, it existed for sure. I would
0: believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so welcome to into the twilight, which is a, a podcast about twilight and also yes. about the Hills. If Cody would yes. let me, <laughs> I, <laughs> I will let you so, one day. You know, yeah. Um, I think it was called these words. If I remember right. Sure.
0: Listen, this podcast is as much of a Hills podcast as it is now a Twilight podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we're, really, we're really being honest with ourselves. If, yeah,
1: if we think about things, like this show is really a show about toxic masculinity, um, yeah. if, we, if we're being honest, and The Hills right. is really a show about toxic masculinity. so It is rife with toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more I rewatch it, um, the more I come to understand that Lauren Conrad's goal in that show was weekly to expose LA's toxic masculinity. Yeah. Um and so I I respect her more and more. each yeah, time. The work, truly. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Um Cody, how the hell are you doing? Um I'm all right, man. Happy it's birthday. My birthday.
0: It's, you. birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Um, you know, feel I'm at full crab capacity right now. God. I'm just like, I am now just 5,000 crabs in a trench coat.
1: <laughs> just clickety-clacking along the sidewalk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you hear just like a, a rustling and a bustling behind you, it's me. It's just a bunch of crabs.
1: <laughs> That's my actual nightmare. It's just, it's yeah. evening, I'm just trying to get home, and I just <laughs> hear a lot of clickety-clacks. <laughs> yeah. But um as we're like
0: in the midpoint of, of the summer, basically. Um I know you just started your summer, so you're a little bit <laughs> to the jump here. Yeah. But I wanted to check in and see how your
1: hot girl summer was going. You mean sad girl summer? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You mean my summertime sadness, you mean? Meg, Meg, we disappoint we let you down so hard. <laughs> Someone, I think it was Mal Blum
0: on Twitter the other day, said, what if Hot Girl Summer was more of, like, a sad boy solstice?
1: And that really, like, resonated.
0: (laughs) That really resonated.
1: Um, Hot Girl Summer is a a beautiful aspiration. Yeah. Um, What I will say is, for things that I have done in my Hot Girl Summer, I have Mm -hmm. ordered... Nathan Zed's merch. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I would say that is a point towards Hot Girl Summer. Sure. Um, I have slept in point towards Sad Boy Solstice. Yeah. Yep. yep. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have done laundry points towards Hot Girl Summer.
0: Yeah, hot girls got to have fresh clean clothes.
1: Yes, I have started a new skincare routine points towards Ooh. hot girl summer.
0: Okay, so you're 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 making it work.
1: Yeah, so I would say more I'm leaning towards more of a hot girl summer. What about right. you? Um, I'm I'm definitely in in the sad boy solstice territory. Yeah.
0: But I think I'm on the cusp. Like I think if I just get like a cool like a like a sick tank top or something or <laughs> like just like sure. something that'll really like boost my spirits and like make me out there you know I yeah. feel like I'm, I'm on the cusp of a, of a hot girl summer but I'm not there yet here's what I'll
1: say yeah I'll say that I am a hot girl summer sun oh my gosh <laughs> sad boy solstice oh. moon
0: oh for sure a sad boy solstice moon yeah <laughs> Can we that. call it, uh, I just thought of hot ghoul summer, and that makes me That, really I feel happy. seen, yeah. 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 I think that's, like, a cool middle ground of, like, there's a little bit of the, the spooky solstice and a little bit of the brooding, but, like, the, the ghoul's got, like, a, a sparkly halter top or something.
1: <laughs> Sad ghoul solstice sounds oh. like, uh, <laughs> sounds like a Kate Leth uh, comic.
0: It does. For sure, yeah. That's my new um, emo band. Stream us on SoundCloud. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, that's that
0: really makes me feel seen. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only play gigs during the blood moon. Oh through. my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, that's uh, that really does something for me. That's for sure. It's been yeah. It's been a hot minute since we sat down to record. That's for it's sure. It's true. And uh, we're making up for it. <laughs> yeah, we're coming in hot with the good shit. That's for sure. Um, we, we have a, just a, a moose-boosh of current events mm. this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, by a moose bouche, I mean we have one current event this week. And yeah. it's, it's a good one, I would say. We've got a, a current event of the Screen Rant variety today Um, and it it came to us on the second to last day of pride month um and it is 10 outdated things from twilight that won't make sense to generation z um and i it this drew my attention mainly because and as you echoed when we were prepping too this is Kind of different from how we usually discuss things here on the pod, right? It's it's a little bit a little bit off the beaten path, I would say.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, mixing it
1: up. Yeah what what drew your attention here from this list? So we don't have to discuss all of them. Sure. Um, well, first I want to note that like te- technically I'm I'm Gen Z,
0: technically,
1: uh-huh.
0: which is weird, but I'm finally just like figuring it out. I'm just, I'm getting used to it. I agree I with feel, that, though. I kind of feel like the elder millennials, you know what I mean? But I feel like that for Gen Z. Like, I feel like I'm just like a grandpa Gen Z. Fair. Which
1: I was fine. I would agree with that, though. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, technically, I'm at the, like, lower end. Yeah, you're, millenni- like, right at the, the cutoff. Because I think the cutoff for millennials is,
0: like, 95. Light. It is. Like, I think that's the yeah. latest. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but I'm young and spry and hip. <laughs> you are, and I know all the memes. Maybe I'll download TikTok. Who knows? Um, oh my <laughs> um, but I think it's really interesting to contextualize the Twilight like fandom and like the the cultural zeitgeist of Twilight and the cultural moment of Twilight mm-hmm. um, because it really was like you had to have been there to like really get the extent of it because right. like it's one thing to be like oh this like made a lot of money and it sold a lot of copies and there's all these movies and blah 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 and all these t-shirts or whatever but like when you see this crowd of people in like the twihards section where it's just people like screaming right and like in their bedazzled t-shirts with their full posters just like in it it's like nothing else that's really happened besides like harry potter in like the last few decades yes
1: yeah, it really is. It's something, especially because um, I think one of them was midnight premieres, which isn't really a thing anymore. Um, right? It's it's number seven, and I I don't. They're kind of not really a thing anymore. Yeah, like, I think um, it's just for, like, Marvel movies, really, now. Right, and... I that's think the only that, thing that has that
0: same cult-like fan base, you
1: know? Yeah, and I think that they were, they were phased out a couple of years ago mainly for the driving concerns. Um, right. That, totally valid. <laughs> yeah, that I think our, like, quote-unquote midnight premiere is, like, a 7 o'clock now. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, I mean, I think the the idea of a midnight premiere as it was in 2004 um, Mm -hmm. where you, you got there at seven or earlier to wait for that midnight premiere um, isn't the same now because you reserve seats now. Um, And so I think for folks that are kind of coming up now, that idea is completely different. And so, I think that that completely belongs on this list because those are two very different experiences. Right. It's, uh, yeah, the landscape has definitely changed. Yeah. I think that the only thing that could be comparable there is, you know, waiting in GA for concerts. Right. Yeah. Uh, and those are, yeah. So those are com- very different there. Um, what else stood out to you on this list? Uh, I mean, we got to just talk about this hot topic, Twilight situation. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: If you step foot in a Hot Topic between the years 2007 and, and 2011, basically, you would just be awaft by, <laughs> by an overwhelming mist of, of Twilight and Edward Cullen in Belle Swan just it at you.
1: Yes. Well, and that was still in the, like, uh, when Hot Topic was still, like, quote, emo, Right. Right. Which was, like, a weird
0: shift, too, because, like, even in this photo, you can kind of see all the the standard Hot Topic garb, which is, like, weird pants with weird zippers and, like, tutus for goths that also, like, had some girly style or whatever. Right. We all made mistakes. Um, yep. Nine. But, <laughs> but, like, contrasted with something that was, like, I don't know, if you were, like, a cool goth or whatever, you would probably kind of hate, like... The notion of Twilight and like the capitalistic interests of Twilight and the 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 girly pandering of Twilight, um, and to have those things all in one space was very chaotic. Yes, yeah, they were kind of at war all the time. Of course. And, and now it's more. I think now Hot Topic's more of a fandomy kind of place where it's like a lot of the Funko Pops and whatever, all the memorabilia and like themed show
1: T shirts or whatever. Yeah, it's but, like um, the home for Riverdale and stuff. Right, yeah,
0: it's now the Riverdale store, which is fine, but, like, it was a very different place, um,
1: and to have those two different parts of it was, like, weird and hilarious. It was chaotic then, and it's chaotic now, but for two very different reasons, I would say. We gotta talk about the parodies, mainly because I just, it's so wild to me that I think... It is still popular now, I would say, to hate on Twilight, Uh but especially then, um, when it was still, like, books were being published and movies were um, coming out, it was so popular to hate on Twilight. And I think people realized that there was something to be said of coming out with parodies, um, and even, like sketches and, and things like that of kind of taking this content and, and twisting it at the time. And so they have a, a photo here from Vampire Suck. And this idea of kind of taking this discourse and and turning it even to something that was like a full-length feature. And I just found it interesting at the time of kind of pandering to the the teenage viewer and the teenage fan at the time um and dude when are we gonna do an episode on vampires suck when literally whenever yeah we should do that um but it's just i don't know i always found that it's unsurprising right that anything that is interesting to the like the young female adolescent that i don't know it just always was annoying to me yeah for sure yeah uh but I don't know I find this this list interesting um and I I'm glad that screen Rant made it.
0: I would yeah, say. it's like it's actually a very interesting piece of screen rent content. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is not supposed to be a neg but like it's kind of a neg. <laughs> it is kind of. Yeah. I mean I think yeah. they're they're known for uh, the common listicle, I would say. Yeah. So thank you. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you Simone. Torn for making this piece of content that is easily digestible. I would say, hell yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we've got a couple, couple questions here. Um, one from friend of the family, um, which is a piece of content which I know you haven't seen um, yet, because I know you have. You just mentioned to me that you haven't seen Stranger Things three yet. Um that was correct. But apparently, friend of the family, um, Chris mentioned crunch. yes, crunch. Um <laughs> mentioned that Beck's dad, um, from you, the Netflix U, is the um the newspaper guy who you'll understand, um, from Stranger Things 3, which really fucked me up because when you watch Stranger Things season three, um, there are two white dudes. Um, one (laughs) who is the, like, mayor and one who is, like, the newspaper editor. And the whole time that I watched it, I assumed they were the same dude because they look... Like, the same, like, stereotypical, like, 80s white dude. Right.
0: Um,
1: but apparently it's the same actor. Um, Look that, at that. That Beck's dad is the same guy. So I found that very interesting. Um, yeah. But Crunch also said happy birthday to you. so
0: Thanks, Crunch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have uh, one of our pachrons, um, Kelly, who says um, happy birthday to you as well. And uh, that they don't understand Mercury being in Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> and also astrology in general. So I feel like this could be its own episode, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, One of these days we're just going to let you, I'm going to give you the mic, for,
0: like, half an hour on Patreon. And you can just go off for as long as you'd like about astrology.
1: Yes. And then I'll just upload it without even <laughs> monitoring it. <laughs> um, also, I read this wrong when I first saw it. Because um, Kelly goes on to say you is still terrible. And I was like, um, excuse me, Kelly. <laughs> 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 um, Rude. You're yeah, free and- to give us money and then insult us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is actually how mercury being in gatorade works which is miscommunication um yeah so one of the things about mercury being in gatorade um as i prefer to call it um (laughs) or as it's actually known of gatorade um is it's the short and sweet of it is that the planet's Um, when anything is in retrograde is it appears to move like backwards in the sky. Um, Mm -hmm. and so things are moving backwards, quote unquote, that's like the short and sweet of it. So, um, when it's Mercury, um, which is the sign of, or like the planet of communication, that's when things get all like wiggledy piggledy, um, specifically like communication, um, That specifically for me really fucks things up because that is, like, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Like, my Mercury is in Mercury or whatever, so, like, it's, like, real fucked up. Um, So it, like, hits me, like, real bad. Anyways, I think right now, if I'm not mistaken, we have, like, multiple planets in retrograde. I love that for us. Yeah, so it's, like, really bad. Um, But I think usually... And don't, don't correct me, all of you, Um, but usually, like I think in this year, um, Mercury went into retrograde in March, right now it's in retrograde until August, and then it happens again um, in October, like late October as well. So it's usually like three times a year, um, which I think is normal, Um, but it's just, people don't and some people don't believe in this stuff. I do, cause like, sure. why not? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> uh, we like to have fun. Yeah, like I be just,
0: introspective. Right. Exactly. And like think about things in different ways. You know? Yeah.
1: Exactly. You know. Um, but I just find it. I don't know. I find it interesting. You know. And also, like, yeah. If co-star is gonna say whack shit to me, you know, I might as well look into it a little bit. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, um, it's, it's an interesting way to look at stuff anyways. Um, but it's a way of looking at communication. So they always say like, back up your computer and like back up your phone and stuff like that. So yeah, that's the like short and sweet of it. I would Google it more cause I don't want to take up more time about this, but yes. yeah, Short and sweet. Do you want to start talking about chapters 19 and 20? Oh, our Aww. world. But it's my birthday. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. And these are bad. They are quite bad. Yes.
0: Uh, but I guess we must.
1: Yes. Um, I listened to these and it was, uh, something. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we left off last time, where it was quite a while ago, um, that was when Peach called, or yeah, Peach called back and was like, "Oh my God, something bad happened." Wah, 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 wah. Um, and so shit's going down or whatever. Here we are. Yes, um, and so. Beck and Joe are in a cab headed over to Peaches and this is when Beck starts to fill her in on stuff. Um, And so I think oh yeah so she (laughs) I love this part because when Joe is like staring down Beck trying to get her attention but not saying anything because he's passive aggressive so finally she looks over at him and is like oh you're mad. (laughs) uh and he's like are you pissed off on me he's like no I'm not <laughs> mad I've never been mad what what I love you and he's like uh. Uh, he's like oh uh no no um and so I love this because he's like oh uh hmm, I'm not mad I don't understand um and so as soon as she gets out to leave she's like oh this was the best day ever um, as, and then, like, Peach calls and is like, I love this because Beck is, like, literally in the elevator up to her, like, penthouse or condo or whatever. And right. Peach is like, where are you? <laughs> 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 you are not moving fast enough. Get
0: here. I need you to, I dream of Jeannie your way into my room right now. Exactly.
1: You're um, moving too slow. Yes. So, Joe follows Beck up there into her home. Um, and I love this because Joe says, it's been less than 10 minutes and already I'm getting that unpaid delivery guy feeling. Whoa. So uh, that's, a, that's a mood right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor fucking Joe. You know, Beck's
0: longest and oldest friend is freaking out and she's just there to help her feel calm and secure and safe. And Joe, who's known
1: her for, like, less than a week. Yeah, I think this is, like, this was their first official date or whatever.
0: Maybe right, their second the date.
1: Bitch, like, you are not the priority here. You didn't yeah. have to be there. He did not need to go up there. No. No. Stop being a fucking dingus. Yeah. Um, and he's all like, I can't tell you, but. Peach's poison and listening to her lie and getting you hooked is too much. And it's just like, ugh. Um, and so he finally decides to go look around the place um, and try and find evidence or whatever.
0: Do some fucking snooping.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, which is when he finds her room. Uh-huh. Um, which keep in mind is in New York, where she has a four poster California King. Like, okay, good first. lord, <laughs> all right, slow your roll. Um, and she also has like tons of Virginia Wolf books. Which, okay, chill. wow, the lesbian
0: leaked out. <laughs> yeah, settle down, Peach. Uh, we get it. Yeah, just chill. <laughs> Um, I can't believe you didn't figure out you're in love with your best friend
1: until <laughs> now, honestly, like, it's been right there this whole time. yeah um and that's when he he finds the photographs uh oh my god, and this was this was a lot um, so like in the show, right. He
0: finds them on her computer, because that's Joe's favorite hobby, is just sneaking on people's laptops and going through folders. But in the book, (laughs) he finds, like, a box of physical photographs. Yeah. From their whole life together, basically.
1: And they're, like, they're, like, sticky. He's, like, they're covered
0: in, like, lady juice. And I'm
1: like, (laughs) Joe! Uh. (laughs) so gross no it's awful it's awful at least on the laptop it made sense because they'd be in a they'd be in a file titled like taxes you know like something inconspicuous sure but this made no sense to me no and it just makes it seem that
0: much more like predatory yeah Where, like, I mean, it's gross in the show, and she's not a great person or character, right? No. But, like, in the books, it's like, oh, you're fucking... You have all these, like, creepy-ass photos, and you're touching yourself, and then you're touching her on the photo, and then you're touching herself again. Fucking disgusting, like...
1: It's, like, so gross. Yeah. So gross. Ugh. Yeah, I, I hate it, and he's, like... Obviously, he feels like he can't do anything but like jerk off to them um and then he obviously has to take pictures of the pictures because what else could he do to them um and he shoves them in his pants
0: like a fucking idiot asshole. so gross and also there was like a part of this like predatory stuff where he's like this is so gross i can't believe she has these and then he just flipped a switch and he's like Man, now I kind of want to fuck these photos. <laughs> so it's like, what happened? He's just like, this is gross, and I can't believe you've been hoarding these. Also, I'm gonna take all of these and do the same shit and jack off. I hate it. And there's also a photo where, like, he's not sure if she's like 17 or 18, and I'm like, my dude, you're still horny for these? Fuck you! How dare
1: you? Super chill. Super gross. chill, bud totally fine um yeah so he goes back downstairs um where they're on the terrace which he had made like a big deal about earlier um and he's like everything looks different now because peach is in love with you but you're mine and life is never gonna be easy because she's playing sick and playing victim and i'm different now because I know that the pictures are there and, um, he's like just being gross and stuff. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, he mentions that he like asked about her running. Um, and he's like, well, if you run every day, don't you think that it would be easy for someone to find that out and just like stalk you? Um, and she's like, well, actually, um, I don't run every day, so don't get like that, actually. Mm. So they, like, keep talking about this, um, and they decide that there might be one person, um, this guy named Jasper, which I, like, lost it at this point. Yeah. I was like, um, <laughs> sorry, what? Is this a joke? <laughs> um, Yeah, I was like, uh, of course. Uh, and... This is the point where he decides to um, kiss back, and he dips out, and Elton John is, like, still (laughs) scream-singing. Like, he's in the room just performing a concert for Peach personally. Yep. Thank you so much, Rocket Man. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, <laughs> um, and this is where Chapter Nineteen ends because it's it needed to finally. Yeah, good boy. Um, and so Chapter Twenty starts off with a study because sure, why um, not? I guess I'm so glad that we are reading a, an informational text. Um, <laughs> and it starts off. Was this peer reviewed? <laughs> yes. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I don't even think anyone looked at this before publishing. <laughs> so many people looked at it, but no one was brave enough to give feedback on it. Yeah. Um, it starts off with uh, a study about the runner's high, um, and then it starts talking about the fact that Joe has been stalking Peach for eight days now, um, but apparently he hasn't gotten the runner's high yet. Oh. Um And that's great. Thank you. Um, and apparently it's been two weeks of Beck staying at Peaches, and he's only seen Beck twice, and that's a crime. It's a criminal act, apparently. And she's just been leading him on and not giving him what he wants. Just being a tease. Just a fucking tease, bitch. Yep. Um one was when she went back to her apartment to gather her things and she was she didn't even ask about thanksgiving which was just rude god um so that was like so mean <laughs> <laughs> um and i guess the second time um or i guess this was Oh, yeah. Um, well, during that time, he, like, hid outside her window um, when she was talking to Peach, which was, like, gross. Um, yeah. And sh- during that time, she was talking to Peach about Benji being a, a brat or something. It's just like, okay. Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, stop. Um, he also gets offended when...
0: Um... Peach is like, oh, well, Benji's tweets are silly and ridiculous, and he's not having a fun time. And then in his mind, he's like, no, my fucking Benji tweets are cool as hell, all right? (laughs) Benji's out there living a cool
1: life because of me. Yeah, those are well-crafted. Actually, I'm doing so well. Yeah. My engagement is through the roof, Peach, all right? (laughs) There are people that are retweeting these that aren't just spam bots, actually, so... Yeah, so fucking take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other time that they're, that he saw her was at Serendipity, or as he says, seren Um When Peach apparently has chocolate, um, as he says, a frozen hot chocolate, which apparently with IC she's not supposed to have. Um, and so he's just, like, freaking out about it. <laughs> um,
0: I, lo- I I hope that's on, like, a list, like, a no-consume list <laughs> at the IC. <laughs> it's like, you can't... Frozen hot chocolate, for sure a no-no. Don't even think about consuming this with your condition.
1: He makes it seem like at, the, at serendipity there's, like, a sign that says, like... If you have icy, do not consume or something. Yeah. Um, Also, for
0: some New York context, Serendipity. Have you been to Serendipity when you were there? No. It's like a bougie, fun little like. It's like a restaurant, but their main thing is the frozen hot chocolates, and they're like ridiculously expensive and they're gigantic. It's like those. It's almost like those like fish things. Oh. Alcohol, but it's like hot chocolate, frozen hot chocolate. Gotcha. Um, And it's uh, it's on like the Upper East Side. It's like super schmoozy and whatever. Um, but it's a fun little tourist spot. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It seems like a, a place Peach
1: would frequent. I believe that. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I love that he's talking about, like, the, I don't know. I found this chapter kind of funny because of the way that he describes when he runs. Um, so he says, the first time I run, it's because I might fucking kill Peach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and... He's, like, talking about, like, I I start for walks um, when everyone else is busy during Thanksgiving, um, and he's drawn to her building, um, and he starts to run when Peach goes through her door, Um, and so he says, like, so yes, for a second there I ran as fast as I could um, into the woods after her because I was going to grab her by the neck and make her stop running once and for all. Cool, Joseph. Um, super cool. Great, 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 great. Super good. Um, <laughs> now, one of the things I found kind of funny about this, though, is he starts talking about, like, I kept running, nothing was happening. Um, he said, whoever said running in the morning gives you energy never had a day job that involves customer service. <laughs> it, was, it was very good.
0: That's
1: um, so it, yes, hard agree. Now, I found this kind of interesting because he, he talks about, like, how, like, her running habits, Um and one of the things that he discusses about this is that usually, like, um, he says, dignified, respectful citizens of the world use earbuds or headphones to privatize their music, but not peach. She tucks her headphones into a band that she wraps around her upper arm. She has a special speaker attached, and the music blasts, which I found odd um that is so convoluted that is like a Rube goldberg machine of like <laughs> some
0: way to get sound
1: i agree especially because it seems like she does this in the morning which right. granted like it's an urban environment but also yeah. why would you do that especially because right. it's like the music is blasting out from you so it's not even right. like you're getting a lot of it into your ears anyway no
0: I, I'm just confused about the fact that, like, if you're gonna, like, be an asshole and just have it on the speakers, fine, sure, whatever. Just plug the speaker into the, like, iPod or iPhone or a Bluetooth or whatever, but the fact that she's, like, got it plugged into her headphones and also, like, through the thing, and it's, like, I don't understand, like, the metrics here. I'm very confused about the
1: wiring. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I don't... I don't get it, especially because he makes a point to be, like, people are sneering at her and objecting to it, and she doesn't, like, give a fuck. She just tells them to deal with it. <laughs> um, and apparently, you know, like, it it bites her in the ass because when he, when Joe apparently comes at her, um, and he, like, charges at her and, you know, slams her into the ground, um, the music is, like drowning out the sound right and uh, i mean yikes bud yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also he doesn't throw a brick at her this time no no it seems like he she like is screaming but it seems like she hits herself against a rock which sucks um but it seems like the music is almost what he describes as a like security system Which is gross. Um, Yeah. But it's so that, I mean, no one seems to, like, hear him because the music is playing around him. So that's yikes, I guess. Um, Big yikes. Big yikes. And so he, like, runs as fast as he can, obviously, around um, so that he's not around her. Um, It gets onto the subway. And, of course, then Beck texts him, being like, Oh, uh, can't get together tonight. We at the hospital with Peach. And he's like, you know, kicks the subway, gets all upset. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's bad at murder. He's a bad murderer. He's such a bad murderer. Step your fucking pussy up, Joe. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like... You know, you were alone with her there. You had one job. You gave yourself one task, you know? Right. What's even worse is that in his, like, little monologue about, um,
0: how he's upset that she didn't die, (laughs) he's like, the worst thing is the injustice of her actually getting a bed in the hospital. Oh my god. She only gets to stay because her dad is on the board of the hospital, and it's not fair to think of all the genuinely sick people turned away.
1: Like, Come on! Yeah, dude. Dude, Dude, what the fuck? You gave her at least a concussion. Right. She's probably in the fucking, like, ER. Are you kidding me? Yeah. At least a concussion. Probably at least stitches. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Head injuries are no joke, Joseph. Yeah. God. Ungrateful. Bad at murder. Now you're going to talk shit about people getting head injuries god so bad sucks so bad yep yeah well next week we got 21-22 now we get to find ooh, out the ooh. aftermath hopefully this if this keeps with the changes you know she'll just go for his throat <laughs> yeah he visits her in the hospital and she just fucking stabs him yeah that's what,
0: what I, I would like
1: that's what I would like too honestly yeah 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 Um, well, we do have some patrons. Ooh! Um, do we want to have something to thank them with? Should we just do our, um, screen rant list? Should we just do some of the ones we didn't before? Hell yeah.
0: Okay. Why don't you start? Yeah. Shout out to Sophia Salinger! Wee-wee-wee! who's gonna be number nine the epic soundtrack holy shit yes powerful so powerful um
1: all right we'll go ahead and do aaron salinger ow who's gonna be number 10 team edward versus team jacob nice shout out to alex Blythe. hell yes
0: Who's gonna be number five, Twilight memes?
1: Oh man, and the photos they chose. They're very good. Would recommend looking them up. Yes. All right, we're gonna do Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Pew, 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 pew. Who's gonna be number four, yep, yep. Twilight versus Harry Potter? Wow. Shout out to Katie Webber. wee
0: wee 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 It's going to be number two. Vampires were
1: totally in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last but not least, Simon Steele. Motherfucking Steele. And last but not least, number one, Twihards. Hell yeah. It's what he deserves. Yeah. I also love this poster up front in this photo of, um, Kellen be our monkey man. Yes. Uh, that's very important to me. Huge fan. Very important.
0: Um, okay.
1: I found a fan fiction for you. Um, in the time since we recorded last, I went to go see the newest Bitterman. Yep, um, and it was charming. So Great. I picked out a f- crossover between Spider-Man and Twilight.
0: Yeah,
1: and this is titled "A Spider in Twilight," written by Nasty Face X, and it was published on July seventh of twenty twelve. It has over 5,000 words, and I'm going to read all of those words to you now. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. Um, This is from chapter one, The Transformation. Hmm. And it goes a little like this. Hello, I'm Peter Parker, teen vampire. Now, I know you're thinking, last time you checked, I was a superhero. Well, that's because last time you checked, I was a superhero. See, I was just a normal freelance photographer, high school student, super mutant hero, until some years ago, whew, that was a close one. Doc Ock and the Sinister Six are on my tail. I've been trying to get away from the civilians, but the only problem is now they aren't bothering civilians. They're bothering me. And when I was bothering, I mean beating the ever-loving daylight out of me. Not to mention I'm out of a web fluid, so I'm basically dead in the water. Or dead in the sand, since Sandman is really using me as a punching bag. I can't believe myself. They're closing in on me, and all I can do is make bad jokes in my head. Doc Ock extends his arms towards me. Sandman sends a mace ball or two of sand. Mysterio shoots a couple flaming cards. Electro shocks me. Vulture claws at me. And Craven throws a KO punch. Then spots appear and darken my vision. When I see that the Sinister Six are gone, I barely have the strength to crawl to shelter before everything goes black. I slowly open my eyes and blink everything into focus. Strangely, I see everything really clearly. I saw golden dust motes floating in the air and individual threads in the cloth canopy above my head. Another strange thing is how danged thirsty I was. My throat was absolutely parched. And why could I hear so well? And what was that terrific scent? And scene. Wow. Wow i need
0: that movie immediately
1: can you imagine fucking nerd peter parker yeah that would be very good oh all right folks well i mean as we say in seattle get bit and get whipped
0: this is an earbud media production you can find us on twitter at earbud media and listen to the rest of our shows you can find this show on twitter at into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight. Show. You can send us an email at Into the Show at Gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at intothetwilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostHost44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at Eli Sauerkrauss and KraussFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at Into Wild Places, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse.